Are you ready to be fired up? Because I sure am. I have two powerhouses here in real estate from Cincinnati. We've got Jennifer Miritlin, I'm saying it incorrectly, and Monica Weekly. And they have this really amazing thing that they do where they um, they kind of, they, they sort of fight with each other in a fun way and they have two opposing views. And so today we are going to get exposed to that. They're going to talk to us about their podcast and so much more. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. So welcome, Monica and Jennifer. Excited to have you guys both. Thanks. Thanks, Krista. I'm fired up. Fired (laughs) up. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So uh, you, so before we got on, they were talking about how, you know, they both, and this is perfect because this is perfect for our audience. We've got real estate agents and lenders here and mortgage officers, and obviously some other um, entrepreneurs. So we're going to be focusing today on real estate, basically, and how Monica and Jennifer both kind of, you know, they believe that you can be very successful in all aspects of life and doing things completely different. So I'm just going to leave it up to you guys from here on out. <laughs> oh, great. It's a takeover. I like yes. it. Jen, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I do like it. I mean, you're right, Chris. I think, you know, there's the right way to do things, which is my way. And then there's like the wrong way to do things, which I'm just kidding. But um, Monica's definitely like more in her real estate business. She's a more, um, I can't even say it, like relationship focused. Oh, say, say, say it with warmth in the heart, Jen. Exactly. <laughs> now I'm definitely like more transactional and there's a lot, there are a lot of ways to be successful, but don't you guys think that's like the hardest thing about real estate? Is this just not like do these four things? Oh yeah. There's so much going on. Like it's, uh, it's unbelievable. I was just talking recently about, you know, how it, it's a good idea to gift throughout the process because there's so many things that can go wrong because there's so many different people that you're, you're working with. And if you give gifts dur- during the thing, when other people mess up and make you look bad, it doesn't, you, you know, they're more forgiving. Right. <laughs> That's exactly right. See, I love gifting. And Jen's like, eh, gifting. It's dumb. I think it's dumb. dumb. We actually, Monica, you want to tell her about our drinking game? The drinking game on the Real Estate Fight Club is you have to take a drink for every time Jen Mertland says, That's dumb. <laughs> we'll catch a buzz by the end of the yeah you'll catch a buzz by the end of the episode so make sure you lock, listen to their episode at the end of at the end of the day so talk a little bit about your the fight club i know you guys have a podcast can you look good and let's talk about that right now yeah sure jen and i got together and we were realizing that we were both having success in this business and yet we were so different and we've been friends as well for a long time and um we we're just talking about right and wrong and and why do agents get so uh caught up in um other people's success and how they think they should you know the shooting on yourself i should be doing this i should be doing that and we just said jen I, 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 we were talking about how we wish we could take this idea to the masses which is the most important thing is to find what feels right for you because that's the only lane you'll stay in long enough 
to realize success. If you're putting on, you know, an outfit that doesn't feel right and you're doing uh, things like cold calling, which make me cry. If I have to cold call, I'll be in Oh my God, I cry if I don't get to cold call. <laughs> I get so excited. I love it. I know. Never so... cold call or door knock or any of that stuff. What? Like, I'm not wanting to throw up on myself. Like, yes, no. me too, Chris. I'm literally like in a terrible, terrible mood if I don't get to cold call. <laughs> Isn't oh that God. unbelievable? <laughs> I don't even get it. You know, but you know, yet Jen has a thriving business and I have a thriving business and I wouldn't pick up the phone to make a cold call and I wouldn't door knock and, and, and she's, you know, somebody about their kids. Like, yeah, I'm she didn't. Like <laughs> okay. So, so t- 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 tell me a little bit. So Jennifer, so you are very transactional. Explain what that looks like to me. So I, well, I do have a business partner and he's more like Monica. And so it works out perfectly. We say we're like together, we are a whole person. So what I do is I generate all the leads for us. And then I set on the appointment, I set the appointments for him. And then he goes out and he does the appointments. He does the client, all the client stuff, like the parties. Like we had some princess party because most of our clients have these like little girls I don't even know I was like do I have to go he's like you have to go I was like I don't even know these people you know what I mean but yeah so he handles that and I just generate the leads and we've been doing that we've been rocking and rolling on that for I think he's been my partner for about six years but so I've been in business for like 13 you're generating leads like what do you do what does that consist of um I use Vulcan and I cold call use Vulcan when you cold call and mm-hmm. who, who are you cold calling uh, expires for sale by owners, for rent by owners, circle dialing, like whoever, anybody, whoever. Just like matter. you guys get a listing and you circle dial the neighborhoods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what are you saying? Um, well, so if it's a brand new listing, yeah. if we have an open house, then I'm inviting them to open house saying, Hey, this is Jen Martland. I'm not sure if you saw, we put your neighbor's house up for sale. We know that we, we have an open house coming up on Sunday. Who do you know that's looking to move into the neighborhood? And then they'll say, blah, blah, blah. And I'll say, well, have you thought about moving? And oh my like, gosh. I'll be like, no. Cry. Why? And how, how much business do you generate doing that? Well, the, that takes a lot longer than if you're doing expires and FISBOs. I like for sale by owners personally, because they, it's very easy. You could be very direct. You can be straight to the point and be like, hey, look, have you thought about using an agent to help you get the property sold? And they'll be like, no. I'll be like, well, I kind of figured that because you have it on your own. Have you sold property before on your own? And just like talking to them normally and say, Mm -hmm. what's your plan? And they'll tell you their plan. What we're looking for is motivated people, right? So it's so much easier to see if they're motivated when they don't know you. Whereas if they know you, I don't know, when they know you, they, there's all this other stuff that comes with it. And I don't want to deal with it. Wait, you mean when they know, love and trust you, things are harder? Oh, no. Annoying. <laughs> Ridiculous. They trust me. People trust me right away. So you're, so you're a caller. Okay. So I, I can tell you that I've never, ever done a cold call. I just, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't even teach someone how to do it because I've never done you it. Never okay. couldn't do it. You've never done it. I, I wouldn't, I, 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 I like to attraction based marketing where the, they call me. That's how I, that's, that's, yes. I, like I, that's like me. Control of, I like to be in control of my time. Yeah. I don't like it when people call me, but the second you stop calling business stops. That's right. Well, Alan takes care of the past clients and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have yeah. repeat and referral business. I yeah. just get us more. You, she didn't know she was going to be in fight club with me today, huh? Like, okay. <laughs> she um, likes to fight anybody. I like to fight. Good. I have hostile communication. It's okay. But yeah, I mean, I think that's like the whole point of what Monica and I, like, that's why we have 
the podcast is because you really only need two ways. You do need a way to talk to your friends and family. So like, if that is not you, like there are ways like that you can partner with people or do different things. And then you also need a way to get leads and make new friends, which is people you don't know. So if you have like those two ways, you can do any level of business that you want. Do you guys agree? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you have to have a source. Yeah, yes. two. I think you have to have two. People you know, people you don't know. Yeah, you need both, absolutely. And, and have it. Okay, real quickly here. Everyone, if you're listening, I mean, I hope you're having as much fun as I am. Monitor mind you. If you go to kristamayshore.com forward slash boot camp pod, I'm sorry, boot camp podcast. I'm saying this completely wrong. Boot <laughs> camp podcast. Yes. Yeah, so kristamayshore.com forward slash boot camp podcast. And you'll get information about our upcoming boot camp. It's three days and it is, you're going to fill with information. So go to kristamayshore.com forward slash boot camp podcast and I'll see you there. Okay. Monica weekly. Now talk to me about your way of doing business. Uh, my way of doing business would not involve talking to people I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. I, I do like to make new friends, but my business is friendly, extremely referral-based, relationship-based. Um, we hit icon status last year in, in EXP and did it completely 100% referral-based. I either knew the person I was working with or I was one degree removed from the person I was working with. And that just makes life a lot easier for me. We have a system though. I think this is, uh, so here's the, the soapbox I stand on around referrals. A lot of agents, I believe, and Krista, tell me if you think this is true. They, they, they wanna be referral-based, but they, they think they don't have control of their business if they're referral-based. They don't know how to make that a system. They don't know how to make that into daily activities. So they just think, I just have to wait for the phone to call. You know, I got to just wait for my friend to say, hey, we're moving. And this is just not the case. In fact, that's why a lot of agents are broke because oh. they want to be referral-based and they take no action towards that. They don't understand the law of reciprocity. They don't understand being a human being first. They don't understand the need to fly your own real estate flag so that people are very clear on how you help and what you bring to the table. And so I, through the podcast and, and my coaching and stuff, that's what I focus on is how to help people take control and predict their income by way of referrals and not have to do the things that make me cry by the end of the day, like cold calling. <laughs> yes. No, I think absolutely referral-based businesses is, is there's a system to everything, right? It's just yeah. a matter of knowing what to do and, and being willing to actually do it. That's, that's yeah, But what if you don't have, like, you look at your database and it's not big enough to support the level of business that you want. How do you fill it up? Well, you got to go meet strangers. There are, there are things you have to do short term. Obviously, if you're not, you know, if you don't have a list of 100 to 150 people that you can love on and be a human being first, then yeah, you got to get there. Or maybe you friends of friends, that. right? I mean, look on yeah. Facebook, friends of friends, friends yes. of family, like everyone like, oh, you're a friend of so-and-so. All of a sudden now they become a friend of yours, right? And then you start Markington, there's, you just have, it's all about being resourceful, right? If we all wait for the resources, then it's about being resourceful, not waiting for the resources. Kind of like people always say, I don't have the money, I don't have the time. Well, if you are waiting for the lottery, um, for the resources just to fall on your lap, you're going to be waiting for a very, very long time. And that is the case with most everything I believe in life, right? You've got you to be resourceful. You've got to play too, right? Yeah, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to play. You got to jump in, you got to jump in. I mean, I think, I think it's, it's like, no, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm go ahead, Jen. Well, I was going to say, I think it's really about like knowing who you are, like as a person, like I'm a, I'm 
pleasantly persistent, I like to call it. And that really bodes well for calling for sale by owners. Like I'm good at calling them. They don't scare me. And if you're that type of person, like this could work for you. If you're the type of person that's more like, maybe you're more empathetic or sympathetic and you like, I don't know. I mean, I love my friends, but I don't know why it's different. I can't speak for you, Monica, but maybe then you're more like Monica and Krista's way of doing business. My way is more like, again, it's a track. It's like I utilize traction based marketing, but, but Monica, let's talk about you. So you're now give me, you said many people don't realize there is a system to it. So explain what your system is. How do you, how, what system are you using? What are your practices and procedures that you're doing with that list of 100 to 150 or more? So the system is based on the formula. The formula is um, showing up as a human being, and making sure you're flying your real estate flag. And by that, I mean that you're demonstrating, educating, and informing what you do every day and how you help people. Those two things together are like gear shifts. You, you having like real human connections with people that you care about and you flying your real estate flag. Those two things go together and the leverage that comes out are referrals. So then you have to come up with your activities every single day around those two things. Well, flying your real estate flag is super easy freaking post every day, right? You've got to do something. And I'm not saying, oh, hey, who do you know that's looking for uh, real estate help? I'm here to help. That's not posting. That's asking for help. We have to come from contribution and inform, educate, and demonstrate what we do every day. And then the other side, the human being side is actually where people get stuck or they do one or not the other. The human being activities are commenting and liking through Facebook and social media, talking to people by way of phone or in person. I think we've hidden behind these computer screens for too long, but there's nothing that replaces picking up the phone, calling somebody and saying, you popped sorry, what did my you head. Say? Picking yeah. up the phone. Yeah, calling and calling, calling my friend, calling my friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> and simply saying, you popped into my mind. I thought I'd reached out. How are you doing? How, how, are, you, how are the kids? Like no real estate talk, nothing. Find out how you can help them today. And people just like, they, they want to think themselves into like a web around that, how that's icky or, well, they're going to know I want something. No, they're not. Like, not if you don't, you know? Yes, so exactly the, the system is figure out what works for you with the time. How many people can you talk to every day or week? What is the social media tool you're using to make sure to communicate and connect with those that you can't see all the time? And then what's your cadence with posting and, and you know, informing and educating and demonstrating? And are you doing email with that? Or are you doing first time homebuyer seminars? Or what are you doing to uh, advertise your craft in a way that's helpful and from, a, from contribution? Make sense? Yes, yes. Yeah, I like both. Both of you guys are right, right? I mean, it's funny. There's both of you are right. You're right in, in doing what you want to do. Obviously, if if um somebody is absolutely loves calling, then then and calling works, then work it. It's just a matter of doing it. If if somebody hates it, then and it doesn't work for them, then don't do it. Right? You're whatever you yeah. are gonna do that you enjoy. Yeah. In most cases, I always teach people, hey, think about what you love doing. Like not yeah. necessarily that, that you're good at it, but what do you really love to do? And then that focus on that. Well, right? I think that's like the thing that people miss. I think that they're like, oh, well, I, I want to do open houses, but then they like, there's like seven steps to doing an open house. And it includes like calling and firing the door and door knocking ahead of time, inviting people to the open house, all of this stuff, right? Like having balloons, having flyers, like getting people there, doing like a Facebook ad, like whatever it is, right? Like there's all these steps, but then they won't do that. They'll just like put in the MLS and then they'll be like, well, it didn't work. Right. Well, you didn't do it. You actually did not do the thing. 
Yes. You know what I mean? See how she gets hangry, Krista? She gets hangry about this stuff. <laughs> I get passionate about it because I'm eat annoyed. Today, Jen? Did you eat? I didn't sleep very well. I you know, guess anyway. not. But yeah, but it's like, okay, so if you want to have a referral-based business, like you actually have to talk to the people that you know. Like you actually have to do it, like Monica said, like in a cadence in order to get the results. If you're going to be calling, you actually have to do it every single day. Mm-hmm. It's time, it's consistent time on task. Mm-hmm. If anything. Well, and I think that's the biggest problem real estate agents have is that they they have a really difficult time sticking to a schedule and and just you know showing up and doing the things that are gonna actually get them the results. Right. They think like yeah, they get the result right away, they quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but way too soon. Way too oh, soon. Oh, well, I'll pay for that. I'll try to do that. And then they're like, oh, wait, I just spent, you know, $2,000 and it didn't work. Well, yeah, you did it in five minutes. Yeah, yeah right? right, right. Well, and lead gen is just one, one example of putting your own stamp on your business. We're talking about that a lot because obviously that's where the big difference is. But Jen and I argue about all kinds of things like, how, uh, do, you know, how many photos should you be taking of your property? What, how do you follow up with your clients? What does it look like to be a past client? Like it's all of it. You've got to figure out what all, what your business um, feels like, what the culture is like. And it's not just how you're getting the clients, but it's how you're treating them, how you're executing on the deal. And um, one Jen of them, I have a different surprise. approach on that too. What? Yeah, one of the big surprise fights that we had was should you send the entire inspection report or just the pages? Weren't you surprised about that fight? Yes. <laughs> well, definitely the entire report. Oh, Krista. That's right. That's right. Krista. Krista wants a disclosure if you issue if you don't, you can get sued. Like where I'm at, if you don't send the whole thing, you can get sued. You have Oh, is that right? Okay. Well, well I just California. Yes. California and Florida, they don't count. Y'all are having a big fight about what's the worst state to do business in. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I was staying out of it. That's like, you know, somebody died in the property. Do you disclose it? Absolutely, you do. Even if your state doesn't say you're supposed to, you disclose right, because I like to sleep at night. Yes, we thought about correct. that too. We fight about that. Yeah, I just sold a property like and they're like, you don't need to disclose that that person killed himself because it's been too many years. I'm like, yes, I do. I'm not letting that come back and hit me. And that, you know, plus when the ghosts are running around the house, they need to know why. It's as long, as long as if legally, if they have to, I will not take the listing if they legally have to, because I can get, you want to know what happened to me one time? So I had a seller that had bed bugs. Okay. First of all, if you know anything about bed bugs, it's the most disgusting thing. Oh. A bed bug can live for like two years without blood. And they are the most impossible thing to kill. They, they like, they live in the, it's disgusting. So he's telling me that he has bed bugs and I go, oh my gosh. You have, and then I'm here as I'm th- sitting in his house, freaking out, like, oh my God, I'm going to get bed bugs. Right. So I'm oh like, can you disclose that? And he's like, disclose what? I'm like, the fact that you've had bed bugs. I, I was, I don't have bed bugs. I was just kidding. I'm like, no, just, you just got in telling me a lengthy story that you have bed bugs. And he's like, nope, nope, I don't. I'm not disclosing anything. So I call, I call the attorneys and they're like, well, you can get sued if you disclose it because it's um, lack of confidentiality for your client. You can get sued if you don't disclose it for not disclosing it. I'm like, so I'm screwed here. They're like, yeah, pretty much. And so what happened was the deal ended up falling through because he was just the biggest a-hole in the entire world. Like the Stalker. worst human being I've ever met in my life. Yeah. And I said, I'm quitting. And he says, no, you're not because I have a contract with you. That that's when I didn't get smart enough to say, I have the right to alleviate myself from this deal. Right. And I said, okay, but here's the deal. You can do whatever you want, but I'm, I'm, you got to disclose that you got bed bugs because I know you have them. I was like, okay, I'll do it. (laughs) Oh Oh, my God. Yeah. Nightmare client. 
That's awful. Oh, I thankfully, knock on wood, have not had to deal with bed bugs. Yeah. So that's good. Um, it was the first negative review I'd ever gotten ever in real estate. And I was his fourth agent. He, he literally called the police on a different agent that was trying to show the property one time. He was just like crazy person, you know? He oh. sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. We so did talk about when you should fire a client on a recent episode. Oh, gosh. Absolutely. I love firing clients. It's like we have a no a hole policy, too. <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Is that written somewhere, Kristen? Yeah. Oh, I tell them we have an OA hold policy. If you're an A-hole to me, or even worse, though, to my team. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so what are the things that you guys thought about that you think are, are good topics for discussion? Because it's it's kind of fun. Well, we argue about uh, probably one of our most popular episodes was about gifting and closing gifting. So okay, um, talk to me. So when Monica, I'm just gonna take a really long shot here. You like to gift, and Jennifer, you don't. Correct. This is true. Now I don't gift at closing. I I have a strategy around gifting that's different, but I do believe in the power of thoughtful gifting for sure. Have you guys heard from Never Never Lose a Customer Again from Joey Coleman? He talks all about gifting and how important it is. Is that right? And also just just in Monica's favor, Jennifer, do you know that if if you can, uh, the lifetime value of a customer is 16% longer when it comes from a referral. Or, and when you get a positive review, positive reviews are reviewed, are, are like in the same stance as like getting a referral. So nice. it's just, I'm just saying like referral-based business tends to last longer and it's, you know. Yeah, for sure. Jen I mean, just says, no, no gifts. No I'm gifts. Not, look, I'm not like opposed to gifts. <laughs> why, 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 yeah. don't, why don't you, your love language must not be gifting, first of all. But it's why not, because like most people are terrible gift givers and they buy trash. I don't want your trash. That's true. That's so, true. This is true. The way that Monica does it is I think it's it's a much better way to do it if you're going to be giving a gift. Do not give me knives and shit with your I'm oh, sorry, we allowed to cuss. We have an explicit advisory on ours. <laughs> um, but do not I don't want anything with your name on it. Like I want that's not a gift. That's a actually, marketing piece. Yes, right, exactly. Yes, yes. And I don't think it should be done at closing. I think it's dumb. It's a dumb. When do you yeah. do it, Monica? Well, we agree on that. Closing is the worst time to gift because they're in the middle of a freaking move. The last it's thing they need is to like, deal with something you're giving them. Right. I, I like to create what I call opening the law, uh, open the reciprocity loop. And so if you give a closing gift, it's almost as if you're closing the loop and saying, thank you for hiring me. Well, we're done. my, my gift to them was that I, I got them what they wanted. I either right. got their house sold or I found the house for them or whatever, like that's the close. I don't need to give a gift for that. I am the gift for that. Right. 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 And so I like to open up the reciprocity loop, maybe two months, <clears throat> 60, 90 days later with something that I saw that actually has meaning to them, or they would like something that they like to do or something with their name on it or a Yeti cooler with, you know, their, uh, their sticker on it or something. Anyway, then you have opened up the reciprocity loop. And what the law of reciprocity says is when somebody does something nice to you, you're going to have it like an innate need to do something nice back. I want that. I want them to be looking for ways to repay me in their mind. Now, this isn't literally like that. I'm not saying, Hey, I'm giving you this gift. Give me a referral. That's not what I'm doing at all. And I don't expect that, but that's the subtlety of the psychology of it is if I continue to pour into them and continue to serve them and continue to be a friend to them and I'm not just gone the minute the deal is done, then we will have a human relationship that will yield referrals if I've done a good job. And if I continue to do- And I think that's good. I think that agents that give gifts at closing, it's really, that feels more about the agent than it does the client. The client is 
closing on their house. They're moving either buy or seller. They're still moving. They have mm -hmm. all this stuff going on. The last thing that they need is this, some terrible gift. Tchotchke. <laughs> yeah. Right. They just don't need it. But like, yeah, you have to know your audience, right? Like if Monica was going to give me a gift, she would take me out to like a new restaurant or like a new Give brewery or something, yeah. an experience, something that's interesting, something that's new. I don't want her, I don't want crap from her, you know? Or she'd give me a- Krista, do you gift? Do you gift? Yeah, we we gift, we gift throughout, but I, I, I we gift like when when uh, the contingencies are removed, um, we gift when they sign the contract and we do gift at, at close. Okay. okay. You're an extreme gifter, I like that. Yeah. I'm gonna well, buy a house from you. They're, uh, and I mean, like the kind of gifts that we try to give are like, you know, for example, we will get a picture of them and we had, we had a local vendor make this really cool wood that they paint the picture on just beautiful. Very and cool. People love that. Right. It's something personal. Oh, yeah. That's very hard to do because getting the dang pictures from people are like almost next to impossible. I'm sure. They'll give you a crappy when you're like, what is this? <laughs> I try to do, we try to do meaningful gifts is what we try to do. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's the difference, right? Like if you are going to gift, make it something that is for them, Super not about you. Yeah. Not like, Oh, Krista May Sugar Coaching, home is by Krista, you know, like, no. Right. Yeah, no. It's actually right. the, you know how the phrase is, um, it's the thought that counts is this is the biggest misleading sentence that's ever been said, because it's not, because if I was going to your birthday party and I was like, shit, I forgot to get you a gift. I stopped by Walgreens and pick up a gift card to someplace. Maybe you don't shop. Like I thought about you, but that's not thoughtful. No. It's the thoughtful thought that counts. And that takes time. And that takes you asking the right questions and listening and being cued into what's important for them. And they're selling their house that they raised their kids in. And what's their best memory here? What are they going to miss? Like you got to listen and look for that. If you're going to build that relationship. Mm -hmm. So how yeah. many deals? So, so Jennifer, how many deals do you close on average a year? On average? Well, we consider ourselves semi-retired. We're about six, five deals. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Semi-retired. Love it. Love it. Love it. And Monica. Yeah. And I'm part-time and I do about 40 deals a year, but I'm, I also run a coaching business, so I'm not full-time selling. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. I didn't know that you did that. I didn't know that you had a coaching business. Is it called ghost poster? No ghost poster is uh, and this is a free offering to all agents, including your listeners. Uh, ghost poster is a Facebook posting ideas for agents. So if you're like, yeah, I want to post every day, but I don't know what to post about. If you sign up for free, you will get an, an idea every Monday through Friday in your email and you can either use it as is, or at least it will prompt you to remember to and inspire you to pick something else to post. But so they go to uh, ghost, G H O S T P O S T R.com. That's right. Ghostposter.com. With no e. There's no E in poster. No E. Just ghostposter. Ghostposter with an R, no E.com right. to get ideas. Good. Love it. Love it. Love it. I know people are just, it's funny how people are like, I don't know what to post. I'm like, okay, like, what is the, what happened to you today? Like, what was a great story? What's the worst yeah. thing that happened to you? What's the best thing that happened to you? What'd you eat for dinner? Like, whatever. How'd you help somebody? What's your trunk look like? I mean, real yeah, estate yeah. agents have interesting trunks. Like yes, we have zip yes. ties and mallets and things that most people don't have in their trunk. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Unless they're kidnapping. Actually, like my first coach too. I remember when I first was a baby agent many, many moons ago. And she, I wanted to cold call and she like, made me this bulletin board thing with like a magnet. Wasn't it? It was like a magnet one. Magnet board. Yeah. It was a magnet board. And she had 30 different magnets. And she said every day, like every day you have to move all 30 of these magnets or you can't leave. And so like, I was like, Oh, okay. I got it. 
And as she, far as like talking to people, every time you talk mm -hmm, to people, yeah. 30 conversations a day. And I had her write me a check. I said, what at the time I said, what, what amount of money makes you sick to think to lose every day? And I think at the time it was like a hundred bucks or something. It wasn't much. It but wasn't much. Married and I, my ex-husband's like super cheap. <laughs> and so I made her write me a check payable to me. If she didn't do it, I was cashing it so every day. She freaking moved those those magnets over. And I had the board wrapped in like things that she wanted to do, mostly travel, which by the way, Jen traveled for one full year around the world and still maintained her business. That was wow, awesome. That's awesome. She did. She so went like, so many countries, like what, 12 or 13 countries or more even? Oh, 17 countries. 17 countries in a was year. Yeah. That's so cool. That's I'm, a whole nother episode. Be way more like do something like that. <laughs> This was like pre-COVID and everybody was like, well, you can't run your real estate business while you travel the world. Like you have to be here. I was like, um, I mean, obviously you don't, I don't know what to tell you, but like, you were the one doing the calling, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. I can call anywhere I'm in the world. I just have to, had to be on Ohio time. So mm -hmm. when I was in Japan, it's, um, it's like 12 hours. So I was calling at like 8 PM mm -hmm. Japanese time is 8 AM here. How many hours a day do you call typically? So, well, so, so, and give me an idea of how many dials you need to make, how many actual conversations, how many dials, number one, how many conversations and what's the close ratio on average? Well, it's less conversations now than it was before. Plus there's less expires and stuff now too. Yes. Way less. So yeah. So like yeah. At, in the beginning, it would take me about two and a half hours to get in 30 actual contacts. And from those contacts, I would yield, I would yield a, an appointment. So um, like an appointment a day. On two, average. Two. Huh? At least an appointment a day. Two, like two. Uh, so that's, yeah. okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. About two appointments. Um, and then like one of those would like, would probably about one of those would work. Um, cause you, you would just, the point of prospecting that people forget is that it's really to set the appointment. Then you call, then you call back and you qualify the appointment. So you don't have to like qualify it there, just set it and then do your research and qualify later because right now you're just setting it. Now I'm not getting a hold of as many people. I am starting to do more texting and stuff and that gets a hold of more people. If I call them and I find out it really is their number, then I'll text them. Um, and so now I'm about 15 contacts and that it doesn't yield an appointment. It's still about 30 to one. You no. know what's really helpful is do a video text message. I know you probably don't want to do that, but a video text message with mm -hmm. like a little with a, with a piece of paper that points to their name, right? Or yeah. Video, like yeah, will really really helps with conversions because people feel more idea. personal, and that's good even to do. Like I have my students do ten a day, like ten video text messages a day without yeah. asking for business, without asking for referrals, without saying you're in real estate. It's just like, hey, I've been I've been thinking about you. I just saw you went to the you know dog park yesterday. I love that dog park. It's so great. You run my mind, and I just want to say hi. I miss you, and people love it. So that's uh, Christy. We're sisters. That's a good idea. I, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this is fun. You guys are a crack up. I I gotta start <laughs> listening to your uh, to your just to get just to get some laughs in, and I'll make sure I you know, I do it at five o'clock so I can drink my cocktails and every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Every really? time Jennifer says it's weird or whatever. <laughs> well. We want to have you on uh, the Real Estate Fight Club as a heavy hitter. We feature a heavy hitter once a month, and we'd love to have you on. So have your listeners stay tuned for that. Yes, yes. Okay, so talk to us about the name of the podcast. We'll know where to go again. Um, it's Real Estate Fight Club podcast. So you can actually find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. We are on Facebook, and we now have an Instagram. 
good. Yeah, we're getting creative. What's that? I'm just repeating it, repeating it. Okay, everyone, I hope that you are just as fired up as I am because that was awesome. Now, I always have everyone, um, uh, before they leave, always just kind of talk, give one piece of either personal or business. It doesn't have to be um, either one, right? Personal or business. But beforehand, remember everyone, I go to kristamayshore.com forward slash bootcamp podcast for our next three-day bootcamp. You're going to be loaded with information and value to take your real estate or mortgage um, professional degree profession to the next level. So Jennifer, tell us, personal or business, what's your one piece of advice? My one piece of advice, if you do nothing else, is get up on time. I love it. Get up on time. Can I tell you a a, a little secret? Yeah. I woke up at 7.15. I get up every day, either at 4.30 or five o'clock. And today I slept until 7.15. I was like being lazy and it totally messes with your whole morning. I never do that. It messes with your whole morning. I told my husband, I go, I didn't get up on time. He's like, why you don't feel so guilty? I'm like, cause it's just my whole mojo's messed up. It messes everything up. Don't hit that snooze button. Okay. Perfect. Monica. Um, okay. Mine is, is business related. And here's the thing. We think too much about who's in our story and we don't think enough about whose story we're in. And we need to think about how we are showing up in other people's stories more. That is the key to relationships. I think. Expand on that a little bit for me. So we know who's important in our life, who is our go-to, who's always there for us, who always remembers our birthday, who's always just that loving, supportive. We just know those people and we think about those people. And yet we don't think about who am I showing up like that for? And if I'm showing up like that for more people than Jen or you or anybody, any other agent in this city, then I don't have anything to worry about when it comes to a relationship-based business, if that's my approach. And I just think we're just so worried about ourselves that I just wake up every day and say, I'm going to show up as that like gift to one person today. It could be so small. It could be a smile in a door hold, or it could be really big. It doesn't matter. We just have to think about other people first. We have to prioritize that in our business. I love it. Both of you, both of you guys, but perfect, perfect um, last minute pieces of advice. Okay. So I remind you, go to ghost poster, G-H-O-S-T-P-O-S-T-R.com. It'll be in the show notes as well as the real estate fight club to listen to these two go at it in a super healthy professional manner to learn to get to your, your real estate slash mortgage lending business on fire guys. Thank you gals so much for being here. I appreciate you both. Everyone remember these two ladies gave me their time. Say bye and say thank you to them right now for me. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Krista. Thank we you love all. you. You always bring so much value and we're just happy to be a part of it today. Oh, I'm super excited. I can't wait to post this thing. And everyone remember, it's great to listen and learn, but that's not the key to success. The key to success is implementation. So it's time to do. And as always, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you and love you all. And hope you are just as fired up listening to Monica and Jennifer as I was. And we'll see you next time.